when I'm evaluating a lot of opportunities for family, and I, you know, it's not that I hate my family. I love my family, but you can love your family and not want to be around your family. You can love your family and need to set boundaries within your family. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Hello, and welcome to the Jen Marples Show. I'm your host, Jen Marples, a former public relations agency owner turned business and life coach and motivational speaker dedicated to helping female entrepreneurs achieve the business and life they desire in their 40s, 50s, and beyond. Each week, I'll be bringing you conversations with incredible women who are rocking entrepreneurship and taking courageous action while also dealing with all that midlife entails. I'll also be dropping in solo every week to share thoughts, advice, tips, and tricks that will help you live your best life. If you are thinking about pivoting in your career, starting a new business, or looking for a second act, stick around as I guarantee you will be inspired. And know this, you are not too fucking old. Hello everyone and welcome to the Jen Marples Show. Happy Monday. So today, this is expertly timed. The topic today I wanna discuss is boundaries. And this is strategic because when you're listening to this, if you're listening to this in real time, it is going to air on the Monday before Thanksgiving. And that prompted me to really dig into this concept of boundaries in specific relationship to holidays. And it doesn't just relate to Thanksgiving, it relates to Christmas, it relates to Fourth of July, it relates to any family activity that you can possibly imagine this information that I want to discuss with you today is apropos of any type of family event. I know just from personal experience, holidays are wonderful and beautiful and amazing, and they can also be equally fraught with conflict. I know when we all get together with our families, somehow this happens in my family, we all kind of revert back into our specific roles. I am the oldest of a family of four, and somehow when we all get together, we're kind of like back in the roles of sort of being teens and younger kids, and then there's our our parent. My parents happen to still be alive. So it's a really interesting dynamic. So to be a 52-year-old woman and being in this situation, you're like, am I not 52? Am I, am I not this successful person with a family and kids and work and this and that? And you kind of just get taken back to being 16, where you feel you might feel like you have no control or no say. Or you're just going, you're just falling back on that family dynamic you guys have always had. And I've seen it happen with friends, families, and I've had a lot of discussions about this with folks. And it's really hard. We're programmed, of course, to like want to make people happy. And if you are with somebody married or otherwise, there is a whole other family dynamic to also deal with. And then if there is an extended family in the sense that there's been divorce and there's been a remarriage, so things keep extending and extending and extending. And then that just brings up a lot of emotion, a lot of expectation, and a lot of, quite frankly, juggling of who's doing what. And at the end of the day, you know, I like to ask myself, is this fun? Saying fun just made me actually think of something. When I'm evaluating a lot of opportunities for family, and I, you know, it's not that I hate my family, I love my family, but you can love your family and not want to be around your family. You can love your family and need to set boundaries within your family. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So this is for the all of you folks, I mean, there's a lot of you who've had conflict and you just don't talk. And then, so this chat is really for the people who you want to stay with family, but there's always those things that come up. So how do we deal with that? 
So a filter I've used is, you know, say I'm, my husband is from Southern California and we're flying down or we're driving down and just kind of doing this cost benefit analysis of either the time on a plane, the cost of the time driving, how much fun are we going to have? How much quality conversation are we going to have? Do we need to move a family of five plus a dog down to Southern California for Thanksgiving? Or do we request maybe on a year that maybe my mother-in-law flies up? And we have definitely done that before. So it's, you know, with all of us, again, it's this midlife that we are really, really busy. And our parents, which they're all older, they might remember to a certain degree of how busy their lives were when they were raising us, but they're they're just not dialed into the day-to-day and all the specific needs and the monumental amount of work it takes to actually go and visit. Of course, these visits can be fun. We have had a lot of fun, but on some years, you know, this is a year by year, you know, month by month kind of decision. Cause you know, one year it could be one way. Another year you're like, I'm, we're just, we're hammering down and we just can't do anything. And then you're going to have to just say, no, politely, we can't join you for the holidays this year. So I want to get into some specifics and one big, and this is might seem revolutionary, but it's okay to decline family events. Cause I know there's a lot of tradition, especially around the holidays the traditional holidays of the Thanksgiving into the new year. Of course, there's 4th of July, or there's baptisms and graduations, there's all these types of things. But it's okay to do nothing. It's okay to decline. It's okay to protect your peace, because I know relationships ebb and flow. And I will use myself as an example. There were a couple years you know, I'm 52. So there's a lot of years there. And so there have been ups and downs with uh, my relationships with my parents and with siblings, and with my in laws. And so we have to be really mindful of, you know, where everybody is in life, and also be very understanding. We would come in with a lot of kids. And we knew that was a lot of stress on my mother in law, she is older, and my kids are the very, very youngest in the family. And so we have to realize that it's not like going into my parents house when they're a lot younger, And they're not as far removed from the young kid situation. So it's really understanding and also respecting the boundaries of the people that you are visiting. And it's okay to take a break. Some years, you don't have to see each other every year. You don't have to do something because it's always been done. And what's interesting for us is, you know, we live in Northern California. We don't actually have any family around. So it's a little easier probably for us to make these choices versus if you live in a place where your parents or these relatives are close to you, it's a bit harder. And I understand that but you can still set boundaries. And if there is something that is not going to be enjoyable, or it's just kind of a down year that year with some of your relationships, just say, you know, we are keeping it, we're keeping it just to the family this year. It's your choice. It goes with everything I'm always saying. It's like we all have a choice in having boundaries. Of course, that's there's that wonderful word there, which is no, which you all hear me say all the time. It's okay to say no to the closest of the close of the close people to you. It's going to be okay. The world will not end if you don't go to Thanksgiving or if you don't show up for Christmas Eve. One year, we actually made the executive decision, and it was actually after I'd gone through a really tough year. It's when I had shut down my business and I was having my midlife crisis. And the Christmas before I'd hosted my entire family in my house, and it was very stressful. And I wasn't emotionally equipped to be a host to 14 people all under one roof when I was having sort of a midlife crisis slash nervous breakdown. 
So needless to say, that Christmas was one for the record books. And it ended with like five of us having the horrible flu and not getting out of bed for a week. So there's that. So I vowed to myself the next year, there were going to be no holidays celebrated with any family members, zero family members. It was pretty harsh and drastic. And it was it felt really emotional for me to do that. But it also relieved a layer of stress and that questioning of what are we going to do? Where are we going to go? Blah, blah, blah. I just said, you know, last year was just so awful. And it had more to do with also my mental state versus anything that interacted with the family. It was more that I couldn't handle it, but I did it. I wasn't awake enough then to realize, girl, you cannot have 14 people in your home and entertain them and host the holidays when you're having a nervous breakdown. Okay, note to self, everybody, take notes on that. If you're having a nervous breakdown and going through a big period in life, don't host the holidays at your house. In fact, don't do the holidays, go to Mexico, make your life easy. So that next year, we didn't do holidays. And that Christmas, we had sold our place in the city. And we just said, we're going to treat ourselves after a really crazy year. And we took the family, the kids to Mexico, and it was just us. And it was the most incredible trip that they still talk about to this day. And this was probably eight years ago. And they still have these wonderful memories of it. I remember waking up on Christmas Day and we were swimming in caves and I said, there is no holiday drama. We didn't do gifts. We just decided to do experiences and spend time with our little family. And that's the other thing, everyone, especially with what we've been coming off with, with weird travel and do we travel, do we not travel and and all of that. It's probably rare for a lot of families to actually just take time to travel as a family that isn't tied into some type of a family situation. Because I know we definitely fell into that, especially when our kids were younger, we were going always to see family. And because quite frankly, with three little ones, it was very hard to even imagine traveling abroad until they were or just not even abroad, we couldn't even travel to the East Coast, it just felt like a monumental amount of work when they were young. So we didn't really take them on any big trips until they were about I don't know, the youngest were like about I think in second grade, really look at that. So you know, you've got this precious time with your kids. I know you want to spend time with family. I want to spend time with family. But also make sure you're kind of carving at that time just to be with your own little family. And it's funny with teens now, my kids are actually demanding it. They We are not allowed to go anywhere this year for Christmas. We are in our home. But yes, we need to do something after Christmas. But until then, it's, you know, lighting candles and decorating the tree and all that kind of good stuff. So just be aware and mindful of that. You, you don't always have to spend that time running around pleasing others because it's something that's always been done, you can take a break and you should take a break. Really with the taking a break, you can even get yourself into a schedule of just taking a year off of events. Like we're just not going to do it, like I said. So just be really, just think about it. So maybe one year on, one year off, or maybe you do one, you don't do the other and kind of just pick and choose, but you don't have to do everything all the time. And I know this is so much harder for people who have family very close by. I understand that. And that's where I see there's just there's just a lot of responsibility. And you don't want anything like that to be burdensome. You want to be with the people that you love and have it be joyful. So say you are, okay, now we're moving into the fact that you've said yes, or you are at a Thanksgiving, you're at a holiday, you're at a graduation, what have you. But you are experiencing some stress with some family member, it could be a parent, sibling, in-law, what have you. And we all know there's the, the wild card, the wild card siblings, we've all have those stories. And gosh, those are fun. And those can be told some other time. But if you find yourself going, Oh, I hope I don't get seated next to so and so or Oh, he's going to bring up this or that, I would urge you to set some 
boundaries and some very like verbal boundaries. So you have your own boundaries of yes, I'm not going to sit like next to cousin Bob or whatever at the table because we don't want to talk about politics or I don't want to talk about motorcycles all night, whatever it is. Don't sit by Bob. But also maybe check with the host, the hostess of whatever, wherever you're attending and say, can we make a concerted effort to not talk about certain topics? And, you know, I think we all know like politics are probably never a good idea for all of you that are single out there. Like that's never a good idea. It's just no one's business. There are quite a few off limit topics that I'm sure every family, every situation, every person has. So just be mindful of that. And you're absolutely empowered to say I am not here to talk about that. If you find yourself in a conversation, I'm here to talk about this. And I would like to keep it on the positive and what everyone's doing in their lives. Is anyone traveling anywhere, et cetera, et cetera. I've had to do that quite a few times. And another interesting, just a little side note about that with boundaries, you can set boundaries within specific conversations. So if you are talking to say family member with face-to-face in a conversation, this could also be just a conversation on the phone. You can say to them, if they start going off on a tangent or a rant about whatever it is that you don't want to talk about, say, you know, I have limited time and I really don't want to focus on something that's not within our control or whatever it is and say, but I would really like to know, say how your business is going or how's your garden, or I noticed you built something here, or you took that trip, or I would love to hear about your children. I would love to hear about your, your friend who was in the hospital So you can really focus it in on the actual real conversation that everybody really should be having instead of spending all this time on things that can cause a lot of tension and a lot of strife within families. And that has worked for me. And it is a little easier said than done. But just try it. Just try it. Um, I tried this with my mother once and she was talking about just some family members. And I said, Mom, I don't have a lot of time to talk. So while I know this is important to you, I really want to talk to you about X. And so I said, you know, I had five minutes and I really wanted to get to the meat of why I called her and we did it done. Boom. It was a great conversation. So just try that. Also realize you can't be all things and do everything and be everywhere. That goes to back to saying no, but set those boundaries in advance. So say you're, you're coming into town. Uh, like I said, my family's all far away. So if I roll into town, there are also lots of friends you want to see people. Maybe you grew up with and you want to be able to see everybody. So just sort of set some boundaries around that. So maybe you won't have time. And I just did this uh, when I flew home. There were two people I was going to see. There's usually a lot more than I see. And I just set the mental boundary. I didn't even tell anyone. And quite frankly, no one's going to half the time. They're not going to really be thinking about it. The odd person might go like, why didn't you reach out to say I was busy with family? People understand that because you can't be running around saying yes to everyone and seeing all your friends and also seeing family. And then you're going to leave that trip completely fried. So it is okay. Just set that boundary or, you know, tell friends in advance, this is a real quick trip in. I am really need to be present with my family and with my kids, and I will make sure to spend time with you the next time. So I think you guys are hearing a theme here. It's just setting the expectation, having those set boundaries. So what did we learn today, ladies? We learned that, yes, there are a lot of boundaries that we need to set around holidays and family gatherings, because that's specifically what I'm addressing today. And it's okay, it is more than okay to decline family events, if that means protecting your peace, because we should not sacrifice ourselves and our state of mind and our peace to make your family members happy, just because that's how it's always been done. Someone always has Thanksgiving, you're always there. It's okay to take a break. It's okay to never go again. 
it's okay to set boundaries around the visit if you actually do attend. So I hope this just gave you all a little bit of permission and a little bit of space to reflect on what is actually coming up in your life and events, family gatherings, and all of these things, and think about really what's best for you and your family. Because like I said, you know, I've been with my husband almost 25 years. I'm 52 years old. There have been a lot of interesting, very dramatic (laughs) family events during this time. And, you know, let's try to change all that, you guys. Let's change that. Let's, I know things are always never going to go completely as planned, but if things are kind of hot in your life or somebody else's life, like don't add, you know, gasoline to the flame, so to speak. Just, you know, take a step back and go, you know, we don't need to do this this year. We can stay home and make our own bird. We can stay home and have our own quiet Christmas. You need to do what's best for you and what you feel is best for your own immediate family. So with all of that, I hope you all have a wonderful holiday. If you're listening to this during the holiday season, because I'm dropping this right before Thanksgiving. If not, this is advice for every type of family gathering you can imagine. So here is to peace. Here's to tranquility. Here is to setting those boundaries. Have a beautiful day. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you'd like to find out more about how I can help you with your business or life, or you'd like to know more about this podcast, please visit my website at www.jenmarples.com. And if you sign up for my newsletter, I've got two free juicy gifts for you. My stepping into the spotlight guide if you're ready to be seen and heard in your business, and my 12 steps to pivot guide if you're itching for a change but don't know where to begin. Finally, I'd love to connect with you on socials. So please follow me at Jen Marples on Instagram, LinkedIn, or TikTok, and let me know you listen to the show. Nothing makes me happier than connecting with you, dear listener. Have a beautiful day.